What's up, world? What's up, world? You are talking. Well, actually, you're really not. I'm talking. This is Urban Lee's Welcome Back World. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we are currently in the building today. Um, had a nice little break. Uh, got on some boats and had a really, really good time with some friends. But now we are back and we have our guest in the building. Um, okay, let me go back. Today is Tuesday, May 1st. <laughs> It is May, and can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear myself. Okay, hold on. Let me see because I can't. All right, Hello. there Yay! we go. Yes. Okay. okay, so we're going to go ahead and start this over. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Urban Leaks. Urban Leaks is, of course, a podcast where we promote artists, entrepreneurs, of course, business owners, uh, politicians, event organizers, anyone that's doing anything in the community um, positive. We are definitely promoting. Um, we went on a little break, uh, but came back, and now we have Miss Kenzie K from Wild 941, my baby girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> How you doing? My mini, my mini Cardi. <laughs> She's my mini Cardi. We also have DJ Krishan is actually going to be coming on. Uh, he's stuck in traffic a little bit, so we'll go ahead and give him a pass. But um, was really looking forward to this one today because I actually have known uh, Kenzie. It's probably been like a year and a half, maybe yeah. a couple of years. And we actually met an empowerment meeting and she was basically talking about her life and just kind of, you know, where she actually moved from and just the trials and tribulations that she had to go through to get to where she is now. I was very, very inspired listening oh. to her story. So I, of course, told her she was going to be my little sister, but <laughs> I didn't say that because I'm very protective anyway. But she is a beautiful girl. She doesn't hold anything back. She is true to herself um, and she's ambitious. And that's something that we definitely love on the show is to have ambition ambitious people so uh and she can talk she's gonna make my job really really easy right I'm now blushing. i don't know i'm all kind of shy now no. all that. she is going to make my job so easy <laughs> so i'm just like i'm good and you can actually catch her on wild 94.1 uh she is the daytime host for that so what time can they can they um, hear you? i am midday so i am 10 a.m to 3 p.m so you know a little lunch break yes. tune into your girl yes yes so <laughs> Mackenzie, her name is Mackenzie, Miss Mackenzie Kerman. But go ahead, let us know a little bit about yourself, sweetheart. Well, yeah, I was, I would love meeting you at the Women's Empowerment awesome. event, and I think I got a little choked up at that <laughs> event. Oh, yeah. I like, I love meeting people, but then right. I'm like, okay, you've seen me at like my worst Empire. already. <laughs> Started off on a great foot, but um, I moved to Tampa about two years ago from Minneapolis, right? And then I was actually born in North Carolina, oh, so awesome. Awesome. I bounced around a little bit, um, and. I just had to work really hard, yes. really yes. hard in Minneapolis. Uh, I'm pretty young. I actually turned 23 a few days ago. Awesome. You look good, girl. Thank you. They look good for my age. Thank yeah, you. They look good. Um, You'll always be that age, so I, I get it. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I graduated actually really young. So when I was in Minneapolis, I moved up there for my last few years of school. Right. Which was, it was a culture shock coming from the South. Right. You right. know, to Minneapolis, which right. was like, Blonde hair, blue eye, right. white girl. So I started right. getting bullied like a lot, right? Which right. was crazy. So I couldn't wait to get out of school. Um, I got out of school and I went right into um, get my broadcasting degree, which right. I had a scholarship for. Yes, all right. So thank you. Yes. yes. Still wasn't. And she's smart. Hey. So yes. <laughs> I did. I Shout was valedictorian. Awesome. Oh, yes. Had to keep that up. So because I knew I wasn't gonna have any fun in school, because I was a full time student, full time employee, and I had a full time internship. 
Right. Um, I graduated in a year and a half, got my whole degree in a year and a half. Um, And then started working at the radio station Dave Ryan in the morning. I started as an intern. Awesome. While I was interning, they fired their producer. Right. And they were like, hey, you need to start producing. And I'm like, I get coffee. Um, <laughs> I, so I got heavily screamed at yeah. for like three months pushing right. all the wrong buttons. Right. Um, but it was a quick learning experience. So right. from there, I was like, I really have to take every opportunity in this field. Right. Because it's very difficult to get a full-time position yes. in radio, TV, right. anything in the broadcasting industry. Right. So in order to do that, I had to work in two separate markets because right. you can't work in competing stations in yes. markets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I was um the overnight girl at the station that I had been the producer at. So right. I turned in their overnight girl and their board op. Then two hours away, I would right. drive two hours every single day to be a news reporter during the day. And then I produced a morning show That's at the other radio crazy. station, did nights, and was second in charge of promotions. That's crazy. So I had three radio jobs, a news reporter job, and then in another city had right. two more radio jobs. And this is all in your car. So you practically lived. I lived in my car. Right. And um, I drove four hours every single day at a minimum. Right. And I used to just sleep on the side of the highway. Wow. To get to all my gigs. So... When I got, um, I kind of got headhunted to be down here to do middays, and I was really excited. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna Believe have me. a bed. Yes. <laughs> no more sleeping in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. And let me tell you, God was involved because my car broke down the day before I moved to Tampa. So I had to buy a oh, new car. Oh wow! So it was really on its uh, yes. last he was leg like, there. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "This is officially the start <laughs> over for you, new car." I think God just started on fire on purpose. <laughs> like, just leave it, Kenzie. <laughs> Well, and you know what? I forgot. I'm a horrible um, podcaster. We do have Mr. Eric Anderson in the building. He is actually in charge of our Urban League Sports Edition. Mm-hmm. So he's over here smiling. He's he's so humble. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have been going crazy with Kenzie over here talking to us. So that's why actually we started podcast late because we were too busy talking anyway. Yeah, so, I know. Right. We probably so, should have just recorded right. when I got here. So We'd be halfway try, done. We're going to try our best to remember um, everything that we were talking about. But um, tell us how it was uh, growing up for you. Like definitely or like your nationality and that yeah, I actually don't have my full nationality. Oh, wow. Um, I guess kind we of a, all don't. Yeah, really right? <laughs> um, it's kind of a mystery to my family. So my great-grandma was a gypsy. Oh, okay. And wow. she actually ditched our family in the middle of the night, and she never saw her kids or her husband oh, again. Oh, wow. And it's kind of like the secret in my family, because he married somebody new and was basically like, uh, this this is the mom, so no questions. <laughs> so we just never talked about this woman that disappeared again. Wow. So she was supposed to be like Armenian and Bulgarian, like a real like gypsy, like on that side. So I could probably steal anybody's wallet like, <laughs> without even thinking about it, just so you know. And Chris John just walked in, so I, yes. I got a little nervous. <laughs> Shout out Watch to Chris John. <laughs> and then I have like Indian, white, and Brazilian awesome. also. So just a lot. Of, you really are. I'm just a mutt. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to everybody really. then, yeah. so it's fine. No, if you want to claim it or not, I guess we're all all much. And don't get mad at me, Krishan, because I was like, I normally ask for bios before, and I was telling her, yeah, I pulled up his like this last dot fm bio, but I was like, I'm not gonna ask him any questions. I'm gonna let him talk and just kind of mark stuff off the list. <laughs> I wouldn't would even know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't even know stuff that's on on you. Like I was just like, hey, I'm just gonna read it and not ask. But so. In your story and actually coming to Tampa. Now, I know even at the Empowerment Meeting, we talked about how you were 
bullied and yeah. and now I sense even when talking to you which I, what I really loved is that you just had that confidence in you and you still hear yeah. it you know in you you're very very confident it could just be that you're just very passionate about what you do mm-hmm. you can tell that you love what you do but how was where did that confidence come from knowing that you grew up and you were you were bullied um it took a long time I actually I had an eating disorder for over three years oh wow so I was anorexic and bulimic and um, it was really crazy because I reached a point where um, God really entered my life. Right. <laughs> I can't believe the song started playing. Right. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah, but, but, but um, always I, that, that radio <laughs> But um, he really entered my life. And um, one day I was getting sick in the bathroom, and I looked over, and for the first time ever, I noticed how skinny I was. Right. Which that's not something I had ever noticed before. Right. And I just got this overwhelming feeling and I was probably honestly close to dying. Right. I was barely oh, eating. Oh wow. How old I was were so you skinny. at the time? Um I was going from gosh, I, that was all through middle school going into high wow. school. So I cuz I had it for a couple years. Right, so right. Mid middle school and then early high school. Wow. And God came into my life and just it was like a realization it's like he smacked me in the face or something and after that, I became a counselor for girls who went through abusive situations yes. as well as eating disorders. Yes. And it's like he just made me do it. Like, I'm saving like that was you your purpose. and right. go help people. Right. And it was just like one step in front of the other, and I was just cured of it. Right. And it normally makes me cry. I'm pretty proud of myself right. today. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that the confidence really came from working with other girls after that right, yes. and them relying on you so heavily you yes. have to be really confident in yes. what you're telling them and you can't lecture women to love themselves and you don't, be strong right. and, and then meanwhile you're like I'm so fat but right. you, you right. have to you have to work on building your own self as well right. and it takes a lot of time and I think it's a constant battle I, it's really similar to being cured from like an addiction right? where it kind of never goes away right. like people who you were addicted to alcohol they mm-hmm. I still have to mentally be like, no, yeah. it's okay, and calm myself back down. I guess down. it doesn't really help the field that you're in right now mm-hmm. because you're constantly in. And I know, uh, shout out to Jana Cantero. And shout <laughs> out to our boss babe. She's not on a mic right now, but that's my boss babe. We had our boss babes episode. But I remember us telling, uh, you know, Kenzie, and we always said that we are her big sisters. And I know we, I don't party all the time, but I'm like, you call me and let me know. <laughs> and I'm there because I don't play that. But that's just one thing that I did notice about you. And I think it's, it's beautiful because I have a lot of people. We had Quinn Aaron from the blind side come on and, and really talk about how growing up it was so hard for them when they mm-hmm. were bullied. No one wanted to be around them. Even Beyonce, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you see these artists that grew up like that. And then in the long run, they end up being admired so much. And it's just it's, it's so crazy how that works out where your following is unbelievable when growing up i think that when you are unique when you're young right you're just so bullied for it right you just don't fit in right Mm -hmm. right but when uh, it's funny what you become bullied for is what you become admired for so now everyone's like kenzie's crazy and she has a loud mouth and she's crazy nails and she's curvy (laughs) like all of a sudden you are different so it's like oh i'm so boring like people become so what you get bullied for becomes what you get admired for. So I think it's really important to hold on to it. Yes. And not let them take it. Don't and... let them take it away from you. Yes. Because yes. they're going to end up wanting it at some point, asking how you do it. Yes. And well, it's going to be a fad and everyone's going to, mm-hmm. I swear, like if, if I can get Beyonce just to say Urban Leaks, it'll just <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because one of those things, like, that's just one of the things. Because for me, I actually was bullied. 
growing up and I'm being from New York and you move to the South or you think you're better than everybody else. And I'm like, yo, I'm just cool. You get along with everybody, but it's tough. And especially when you yeah. have kids, it's just like, you're really big on that. But there is a huge social influence, of course, that you have as well. And you're always on the scene. So how do you feel? Have people ever asked you how it is? How does it feel for you to be a role model? Do you consider yourself a role model? Um, I never really think about that right. until like those moments come up where you do have kids who are like, oh, I follow you a lot. Yeah. I've done a couple like school events where I've had elementary schools and right. high schools and bring right. me out. Which, by the way, gives me major anxiety. Yes. I didn't know that. I'm still scared Isn't that crazy of high to school. Get me in the studio and talking and oh, everything. But I walked into the high school and I was like, oh, I saw lockers and I'm like, I don't feel good. Like, oh, it's coming back to me. Like I was like, I don't want to do this. Somebody's gonna like throw a slushy at me on stage. Like I was so scared. She's like, I'm gonna have a carry moment oh, right now. God, I can't do it. But um, when I've gone to these schools and spoken, people have come up and like, I, you do exactly what I want to do. How'd you do it? And right. And then you just realize, like, I got to make sure that I stay strong and I represent myself right. strong. Like, for girls who want to do it, especially in this industry, this is a very male-dominated right. industry. Yes, for now. Um, Shout we, out we to DJ Krishan. <laughs> for now. Because we about to take it over. And in the hip-hop genre, because they think of us like, oh, you're cute. You can be a video girl. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying I can twerk in the background. I have a, I have a college degree, so that's yeah. great. Like, <laughs> they just don't think of you as much. They don't. They're yeah. like, oh, well, you don't have no, a boob job pretty, so eh. yeah like so yeah i just want women to know and that's that's actually one thing i've thought about getting plastic surgery multiple times to right. keep up with it's okay what's you're not the only one okay like I, i've been searching i want something plucked and sucked and moved and you know whatever oh <laughs> i like moved around like a little toothpaste tube like i would be nice but then i think you know what like i don't want young girls to think that they have to right. do it and that's mm -hmm. actually stopped me because right. it's like, I want to be able to be like, you know what? I'm natural. It's okay. Right. Get a push up bra. It's going to be fine. Right. You know, right. like, right. I don't want everyone to think that everybody who's popping has to have injected it. Yeah. You know, so right. I'm just, I'm just trying to change that. Or, a even, bit. or yeah. even young boys nowadays, since you, you hear uh, Kanye West got some liposuction. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? On TMZ. Okay. That's, so how I, that's how I got addicted to opioids. Oh, okay. So this wow. is, so the, we have now, we are listening to DJ Chris because he has jumped in with some crazy <laughs> stuff that I have not heard <laughs> not right now. So please let the world know a little bit about yourself before we jump into this whole Kanye thing because oh, I didn't hear about this. So I, I want to... Well, well, just real quick, quickly. I mean, got on radio when I was 16, WTMP. All right, well, shout when out. Did you, when did you move to Tampa? I actually, I moved to Tampa in 20, 2015. Okay, so but I moved from Atlanta. Ago. I moved from Queens to Atlanta, and then from Atlanta to Tampa. So not too long ago, right? Back then, before there was, you know, wild, um, the urban station, right? The pretty much all black station was WTMP. Like, okay, okay. They were around for like fifty years, right? So I went up there. Um, used to hear DJs like Mad Links, Big Money said. I would hear him like, "Hey man, I could do that too." Right. So I walked right. up there. I remember I turned sixteen. Gave him a tape back then, or CD, I forget. But right. he looked at me like I was Eminem, like, what are you doing That's here? like, right. That's like, like, who are you? That's like the like, J. Cole like, story right there. Right. Right. <laughs> no, and I just called every other day. Um, the music director slash program director back then, Big Money, said he would be like, hey, call back next week at 5 o'clock on like, Wednesday. This, this, this red. <laughs> right. This red. All right. Call back next Monday at 7 o'clock. This is Eric. This is harassing. Right. Put me on. Got on radio, and then, you know, from there... Over the years, just, you know, continue radio, got on a different station, toured all over the world, clubbed all over the world. Yes. Toured with artists. Yes. Yes. You know, it's been a fun ride. Now, who bought you your first turntables? 
My sister. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this actually was right. I was reading yeah. this bio. So I was like, let me go ahead and throw in a little, some questions. So that actually was, so she bought you your first turn. Yeah, she felt bad for me because back in the day, the stereo systems would have one turntable on top. Right. Two tape decks attached with a CD player and would just scratch. Aww. <laughs> so her boyfriend at the time, who she married to now, was a DJ. Right. And she got his, you know, gifted them to me. And yes. Then, you know? Now, did you like Juice? Was Juice one of your movies? Juice was dope. Yes. Juice was dope. The bigger <laughs> yeah. thing for me is Kid Capri. When you would see yes, him on Def Comedy. Yes, Def Comedy. Yes, Def Comedy. Yes, Kid yeah, Capri. I would go to New York every summer because my whole family's from there, so yes. you hear Funkmaster Flex on radio. Yes. And that's it. You hear yes. his style and how he's DJing. Yes. Like you hear everybody else's. It's the most boring thing ever in life. Yes. So you get in that element. You see the Kid Capri, and it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't want to rap. I can't rap. But I want to be... Yes. Culture, so awesome. this is the best fit. Yeah. And you know what? I want to ask you both since you're in radio. Was music always a passion? Like, was music, Kenzie, a passion for you? You know, because I know you said you were doing some reporting stuff, but yes. did you find that radio was where you wanted to be, I guess, at the moment? Um, yeah, I was a news reporter, mm -hmm. and that just, well, there's a few things. I smile when I get nervous. Right. And that wasn't the best <laughs> for news. Like, oh, a bus drove off the road, and I'm like really nervous, and I'm smiling. So it, that that wasn't like the best thing, but um, with that, it wasn't, it wasn't a good fit. But I just thought radio. I just liked that I got to be myself more. Right. I never felt like I was hiding myself. In news, I felt like I was hiding myself. Right. I was yes. just too crazy for it. Right. And then I, I do love music, and honestly, I love the culture that is hip hop. Yes. Yes. I, I'm obsessed with yeah. it. Yeah, shout out to Hip Hop Queens in the building. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, get, I get crazy because I love my old school hip hop, my mm -hmm. 80s, my 90s, my early 2000s, my new Jack Swing. Like, I am. It's crazy because my uncle is one of the founders of Shirt Kings in Queens, which okay. is at the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And he used to spray paint a lot of the, the jackets. So he used to do them for Wu-Tang and for LL Cool J. He actually did it for his Around the Way video, spray painting jackets. So I grew up, hip-hop was all right. I knew, yeah. you know? And we basically, I was his little sister. So I knew everyone, Keith Murray, like just everyone in hip-hop. And it's like, it's something that you just fall in love with. Now I'm kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Everybody look like Fraggle Rock. It's like I'm, I'm just, I don't know what's going on. But, but it's, it's you know, just... there's always, but there's always been trends in hip hop. Yeah, hip hop is always changed so like you know as people have always looked there's always been the like the younger generation does something weird and they yeah. were just like yo it used to be more poetry right, used to be right. <laughs> now they're talking about drugs it's not That's supposed true. to be but i mean it's always gonna do that yes and but i think I it'll trend and go it. back i think I it'll get know. more poetic again i think so it what changes do you think? all the time it just mm -hmm. changes all the time there's no yeah. stopping it look Back in the day, you say, you know, 2000s, mid 2000s, remember yes. Little John? Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It was almost like an EDM turn. It was like an EDM turn in right. hip hop. Watch, yeah. right. watch back then, they used to be like, what is this? Yes, what are they I can't saying? lie. And now, you know, the Little John's, the Ying twins, compared to some of the kids now, they're yes. more lyrical then. Yes, than it is that's now, true. But yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? shout out to college days with yeah. Little John and Freaknik. <laughs> yeah, like the little pumps, you know? Yes, yes. And it's trendy, and I think once people like, the okay, the people who are like mad young right now, the fifteen year olds listening right. to it, once they start to grow up and they don't care anymore, right? There will be a new wave and maybe it's gonna get poetic and people are gonna be like, Oh, oh my gosh, that wordplay like right. it's gonna happen. Right. It's just 
I can't it's lie. A new wave. It is catchy. I'm not gonna lie because it's a now, you when you think bop. about it, that's Superman. The, the, you know, that Superman dance and everything. I know now when I hear it, I'm like, yo, that used to be the jam back in the day. Because even my seven year old is on this Migos, and, mm-hmm. and I have no clue. Like was, when I'm listening to the stuff, but it's so catchy. The beach, just like everything is just so catchy in these songs now. I'm like, what in the world is it is in kid in yeah. kids in the world. They at do. The end of the day. So yes, they, they within do. Within ten seconds, that's gonna be the hit. But, yes. but even back then compared to today, look, you may have your little pumps and, and whatever else, and you still got your J. Cole's, you still got your yes. Cars, you still got your yes. Rick Crosses. Yeah. It's just a lot of focus. A lot of focus on them young kids. Right. It I mean, is. Yeah. So, you still right. have like Russ and Dreezy yeah. and right. and yeah. they do have a really big following. They're selling right. out arenas without being on the radio. Right. Yeah. So and there that's is that following too. Yeah. Especially that underground. But I think even to what you said, Krishan, is I think it is really cool that the respect for your old school hip hop is still there it's still the foundation a lot of people still give that respect to him now back to Kanye because (laughs) I don't know if it was a promotional tool that he was doing because I think I remember hearing that him and Nas were collabing together or he was working with him on some stuff but I just know like all of last week just social media was just going in on him and I'm to each his own on their political views. I am because I do believe we're in a world where we should be able to agree to disagree. Not yep. everybody should mm. have to agree on the same thing. But I didn't hear about this. Like this was what? today. Oh, From okay, what I saw, okay. I had a couple of meetings TMZ, today. So he took over TMZ and uh. Oh my gosh. At one point he turns, <laughs> you know him. <laughs> he's like, I was addicted to opioids, and he turns around to all the reporters and all the cameramen or what you know how they. Right, right. Like, yeah. All you guys, it's your fault. Oh my gosh. A couple of days before the wedding, I guess when he got married to Kim, he's like, I had liposuction. Two days later, they gave me the opioids for the pain, and I got addicted to him. But that guy's, you know. He just, be, wow. he's, he's just, he's great. He just, he's nuts. He's a genius. He, he's he's wild. He's, he's yeah. Everything. He's everything. Yeah. All the crazy, like, you know, are like the talented. Yes. And they're, I mean, they're crazy. 80, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's an artistic, that, in that do. mind, because I, I know one of my friends was like, he loves Kanye, and he was like, he's a genius. He's like, when he when he, he sees the music, like he sees the colors, and it's like the mind of an artist. You just can't explain it. And I was just like, I get it. Like mm-hmm. my my daughter's extroverted, my other daughter's introverted, and everybody, the way that they are yeah. artistic is just unbelievable. The way that they see things, so you can't take that away from him. He's just. I don't know if it's a promotional tool. I don't know because him and his wife know how to how to make themselves known when stuff's about to pop off. So um and he's he's so popular cuz I'm being from Illinois. Yeah. You know, he is like, you know, the guy, the yeah. icon. And it's yeah. just like I have seen him get a lot of pushback though, you but know, he's been, for it the But like he's been quiet. Yeah, lately. it was just it was all those tweets that kept coming uh, out, you know, about, you know, with the Make America Great Again hat and all that yeah. stuff. And he got a lot of, you know, a lot of pushback, you know, he did i know you know from talking to different people you know he lost some fans and whatnot but right. at the same time it's like it's kind of like what you said you know where do we come where's the line where's right. that agree to disagree right. and then where's right. you know but what's also taking it too far you know? right 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 do you think he took it too far i mean he he was typical kanye is the right. fact that he's in your face with it you right. know what i mean like right. kanye doesn't hold back any punches so right. you know i wouldn't expect anything different even if he is talking about politics right he's never shied away from his opinion yeah, you know so um it just it just so happens that a lot of people disagree with it this right. time but, you right. know he's not gonna change who he is right so you know i mean 
Nah, it, not Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's never. And, and, you know, I think it was Rolling Stone that said it recently. Like, he's America's last rock star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. one. Like, wow. really, like, like, you know, as yeah. far as having influence. And yes. Not just that, the turn of the week. Yes, yes. He's yes. the last one that really don't care. Yeah, he yeah. he's never, he's never <laughs> <cared>. <laughs> I remember when he was getting punked on Ashton Kutcher's punt, and he was like, had the tapes, and he was like, That's yo, right. get the tapes, get the tapes. Like, <laughs> he was crazy. Like, do you remember that one? Was, yeah. I was, yeah. So it's that's when I realized, yeah, he's always been that way. And I know we actually were talking about cultural appropriation because yeah. when she was, Kenzie was talking about growing up. And, um, Krishan, what is your background? I didn't ask. I'm Puerto Rican and Cuban. Okay. All right. So I guess in, in uh, it would be mm-hmm. a really nice point of view. We were talking about cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever dealt with uh someone saying you're acting black you're acting this like because i know when we were talking you were saying you know your best friend was you know yeah my best friend um her name is delapo and she's nigerian and i literally like grew up with her lived with her and she wanted to start a hair braiding company so she can make some some money okay right and she was like i need your head because i need to practice like doing all the different patterns and and like i'm like go crazy right right and she would do like i mean just everything crochet and twists right, and right. lace fronts, like everything, just to practice. And I've gotten screamed at for cultural rage, like who do you think you are, like rolling up places. And it's it's so ironic because I'm like, my Nigerian roommate did it. I'm doing it as a favor. <laughs> like, I like I mean, I, my head is incredibly my- sore. I don't really feel like having this on right now, as you can imagine. Like, it kind of hurts actually. But I just what I was kind of talking about is I think the problem is one, black women are sick of it because they don't get credited enough. And at the end of the day. The, the world has tried to look more like black women. They try to get more tan. They try to get longer lashes. They try to get fuller lips. They try See, to get she better She doesn't butts. hold anything back. I mean, we <laughs> did go ahead and warn everybody. Yeah. This is the Kanye, they do. Kanye the The world has always tried to look. They, we want to be more um, like more colorful, speak our mind. We want to be able to change our hair. We want to do what black women do. Right. And they never get the credit for it. Right. And they, they always get the short end of the stick. And I think that what's the problem right now is... The cultural appropriation was never really talked about before hip hop became a trending thing. Right. You're seeing hip hop on top 40 charts now. Right. So right. you're seeing a lot of white girls with blonde hair get right. braids and right. they're like, oh, I did it because a little pump. Right. And the frustration is they get to walk away from the trend right. when it's done. They're the same girls who bullied the girls when they were young kids for having their hair like that. Now they're doing it because of Lil Pump. And as soon as they don't care anymore, they get to go back to their hair. And this is black women's hair. Right. And I understand the frustration, but I think the problem is. Is, is the anger, which isn't necessarily their fault, right. it's how the world's treated them, has built up where it's like if somebody does something and they aren't black or mixed, it's cultural appropriation, they're taking it, they don't care about black women, they don't. I think it goes to that really quickly and you can't just slap cultural appropriation on somebody on without knowing the fact that Oh, her, her Nigerian roommate did yeah, it, and she's doing it as a favor. I mean, it is ignorance, <laughs> like, if you really think about it, mm-hmm. it is because you don't know anything about somebody before you claim a label you, on them. We you quickly, know? quickly label people now, which is the real issue. Because first off, people take the word ignorant. We were talking about this earlier with right. offense, which you don't really need to because everybody is ignorant on subjects. Right. We don't all know everything. Right. So I think that the only time you should get really really upset about something is if there's malicious intent behind it. Right. If it's set out of ignorance, you should have a conversation and help teach somebody because right. they don't know. Right. 
And right. I think that that's our real issue now is it, it goes to anger before it goes to education. Right. And that's where the disconnect now, is. Oh, yeah. And Christian, have you actually dealt with that? Now, I know growing up in New York, because obviously growing up in New York, you have that huge, you know, Latino community. But have you ever dealt with situations like that? I haven't, but I'm sure a hundred million times <laughs> someone, you know, behind the scenes is like, who are these guys? Yeah. They don't know how yeah. What, what's going on? Yeah. You know, nothing direct and, you know. Well, how do you feel? And that. how do you feel about cultural appropriation? I mean. You feel like everybody like she, should just respect and just love and enjoy and just opinions. live. Yeah. It's always going to be like that forever. Yeah. Do what you want to do. Right. Like she said, she was helping her best friend out. Yeah. Yeah, she liked the style. Yeah. It probably looked incredible on her. Right. There you go. And, and having, <laughs> having that roommate that could do that, you could switch your hair up every couple days. Right. And you have a fresh look. Right. Is she thinking about what Tom, Dick, or Harry is going to say? Like, right. who is she with, with the cornrow, with the right. braids, with the, you know? Right, like, that's, right. That's, that's not even on her mind. So right. someone's going to think something. You right. can control it. Just like you can never make the whole world happy. Right. It is what it is. So. Do you think that hip-hop, and actually I feel like, and me personally, I kind of feel like hip-hop is kind of bringing, kind of closing the gap. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like, I think we talked about this on, a, on another episode. It's like we're getting so close to kind of, you know, bringing closing in that gap and um, bringing so many races together through music. I think music has been, and music and television has been bringing people together to where you have so many, I say African-American women that have these shows like Grey's Anatomy and things like that where everyone is watching and it's bringing people together. This is us. You have these shows right. that are bringing everyone, so many cultures together but then you also have these situations that happen that kind of seems like purposely draw us apart. So it honestly it feels like music and hip-hop is really the only thing right now that's drawing people together. Do you agree with that or do you not agree with that? I th <laughs> I think that there's some truth to that. I think it's also one of the problems, though. Mm -hmm. The real problem is I, I refuse to say the N-word. I don't right. want to say it because of the context of the past. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if I was... 10 right. and I was hearing it in every single song not being used in a negative way. Right. It's kind of used like saying like bitch, like right. hey, my bitch. Right. Like, right. like it's not always negative. Right. And the right. problem is you're growing up never hearing it in a negative way. So right. it's getting sad. Right. And then you hit it with adults who are like, what did you just say to me? Right. And right. you're seeing a lot of white kids saying it. It's like that word is becoming too mainstream. Certain things like we need to get on the same page. Right. Okay? Right. It either needs to be <laughs> a word that's getting. I can say it. But we got, we got to have a conversation as yeah. adults about what we're putting in the music because right. is it going to be used casually or is it going to not? Because you're having white rappers Say it. Right. And 10-year-olds are hearing it, and they, they don't. That it's, it's like being used casually. And I'm not going to lie to They don't know that. That's yeah. so true. So crazy when you think about it. They're and like, oh, like, you know. You, you said it. it why can't I say it? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's right. always being used. I mean, past. it's as a so term, often As a term used. of endearment. Yes. I get mm -hmm. what you're In saying. In friendship. And right. it's not okay to say. I don't right. approve of the word. Now, if you choose to say it, once again, it's your life. I've always promised I'm never going to worry myself with what somebody else says. Right. That's not on my agenda. Right, right. So I'm not going to stress about it. But we have, like, that disconnect of things are said so casually in music. Right. Mm -hmm. That it's training people that it's a casual thing. Right. And then they get their ass kicked when <laughs> they go out and... 
like and it's like oh and they're dead like it's just right. we i think it causes some issues too oh okay I mean, there's so many issues okay <laughs> so that's very very interesting that's very very now christian i actually want to ask how you started kind of like and i know we kind of talked a little bit about how you started up but where to where you are right now um in working with wild 941 how did you get to that point how like how did you actually get on with wild 941 um at the time I was with 1150, mm -hmm. and I think they switched formats. So for a year, I wasn't on radio, but I was pretty much just running the clubs. Okay, the and you're in Atlanta a lot too, right? You were back then, not a lot in Miami. Oh, okay, a lot okay. Miami. So but I was the biggest clubs, and even you know, while we have their broadcast at right after the broadcast, um, basically shut all the clubs down. So a spot became open. Right. And it's funny because at the time, the beat. Right. Um came out and I could have gone for the beat or wild and at the time I knew the smarter decision yes yes but it was still like it wasn't guaranteed right right but they're like listen <laughs> come in this day we're gonna see what you got right you know it's have a couple guys right and you know but if you do the wild um the beat right then this is over yeah so you just gotta make the smart decision yeah you're Went like, in there, yeah, took I care can. of business and the rest is history but Orlando's a great guy brought me on at the time Beata as well Shout awesome. to Brewster. Love Orlando to death. Gave me my shot. Had the Sunday night bomb where we premiered all the new music. Right, right. Always did the broadcast, though. It's always awesome. been a great situation. Yes. I'm going to ask you, but what inspires you? I'll start with Ken. Yeah, what inspires you? Oh, great. I get hit with that. I can say, you were already talking to Christian. But, I, <laughs> I mean, if you want to go first, most definitely. I want to know, because there's so much passion, and I definitely, I love the passion, but I want to know what drives you like at the end of the day what is it that gets you going well okay i will say i actually just sent my dad a text this is funny probably like two weeks ago right in the middle of the night because my dad stays up late until right. about three in the morning like i do for no reason right so um i get it from him so i text him and i'm like i don't feel good and he's like like are you sick and i'm right. like no i go i honestly feel really bad about myself and right. he's like why and i go I go, I don't think I'm doing anything for anybody's life with right. my career. Right. And right. I, I always feel really selfish when I do a lot of things for myself. Right. And I'm like, my career is only really benefiting me. Yes. And that makes me feel really guilty sometimes. Right. And my dad's like, okay, first off, you have bills to pay. So, right. like, you need to <laughs> knock it off. Cut it out. And he was like, also, he goes, you do a lot for people. He goes, you've spoken at, you've run, like, attention to a ton of charities right. and helped promote them. He goes, you've spoken at tons of schools and helped. He goes, you've counseled young girls. He goes, right. the job that you have, and this is originally was my thought process, and right. my dad helped remind me of it. Right. The job you have helps make you influential. influential. Right. And when you have really good intentions, and I don't want to say a pure heart because it sounds corny, but, right. like, you really really want to help right so once you get there you're not like i want to look popping at the club right if your goal right. is to get there and be like i'm gonna help this and influence right. this and participate in as many yes. things as i can yes you get to make a difference because you decided to propel yourself so i want to continue to get higher because i feel like the farther i go in my career the more i can influence and help with charities groups young girls right. offering scholarships i got a scholarship i was lucky i didn't have enough money to pay for school right so i'm hoping that i can eventually start a scholarship program i can eventually help stop so many eating disorders right so what inspires me is growing and hopefully having that positive influence i wish i would have had more of one right i didn't so that's probably one of my main goals and awesome. I hope to take that even beyond the United States the higher far that I go. So yes, and Christian, but, yeah, what what inspires you, sir? Man. Um nowadays <laughs> I tell you what, just to light up the party. 
yes. quite honestly, because I just realized I've been doing radio since 98. So yes. Been here 20 years. Yeah. So, I mean, to do, have top radio, radio shows, yes. travel all over the world, yes. different countries, it's kind of like, well, it's hard to get that fire, right? Right, yes. So, basically, and shout out to my guy Buckwheat out there. Yeah. <laughs> we do a great shout party live Buckwheat. on the radio every Saturday. Yes, I do follow. <laughs> You know, just to light it up and, and change people's lives, have them, you know, have a, a great time. Change yes. their mood for like maybe a few hours, three, yes. four hours. And I was just about, about to say, that's what you do. Yeah. You know, it, um, fortunately, it's been able, you know, this this career, this lifestyle has able me to, you know, yes. invest in other ventures, other businesses, but nothing will ever um, replace DJing as far as kind of like these NFL players or professional athletes that, right. you know, when they're done with it, and they have to either invest in other businesses or go another route. They'll never get that rush again. Right, so right. So whether you're on a stage for 20,000 people or rocking a club live on the radio or you won't get that rush. So that kind of keeps you it going. It keeps you going. Because you done did it yes, all already. You know, yes. so yes. basically, you know. And, you know, it's crazy because sometimes you might not even recognize the influence that you have on people. To go to a club and to hear, like, sometimes it's a great getaway but to hear really really good music it does something it's like to me it's euphoric like i just love it so it's crazy how you really might not truly not gonna say that you don't truly appreciate your craft and your gift but to make others feel good is a wonderful feeling so shout out to you for that oh, because yeah. obviously you love it. he's like yeah they yeah because i do make me stressed out they may be yeah <laughs> they may be stressed out because they made my mother their job Someone yes. just passed away. They're like, man. Yes. They lost their job. I'm going to take my last $100 and come to yes. the club tonight. <laughs> we'll worry about Monday, Monday. But, you know, and it's kind of up to you to, all right, let's have a party. Let's yes. change the room. Yes. That's pretty dope. So what happens What happens next? Like, what are, I know, because um, I when, remember earlier talking with uh, Kinsey and asking her, is this something that she always wanted to do? And she was like, kind of like, I don't really like to limit my goals. You always right. see yourself moving forward. And she brought up a great point, because she basically was like, you never know what entertainment will be years to follow. You know, right. we never would have known that we would be having podcasts. And, mm -hmm. and even these are so popular now. I didn't even know that podcasts were as popular as they are now, but it's crazy the um, ability that we will have when it yes. comes to media. So I guess I'll change the question to ask, what is something that you would like to do next in media? Um, I see in my next step right now, I do uh, Midday. So it is a show by myself. I really like, I love people. That's right. one of the reasons I'm in the job that I'm right. I love working with people. And I do want to see myself more in a morning show right. setting. So I have goals market-wise. Tampa's a very large market. It's right. 19 mm -hmm. out of over 300. Oh, awesome. So it's a large market. Right. Um, I have the goal of being in a top 10 market mm -hmm. and the goal of being on a morning show in that. Awesome. So that's um like... I mean, I don't know how many steps so I can get in that platform. I may have to get into a top 10 market, then get on the morning show right. or get in a morning show and then hopefully move up a market or right. whatever it is. But that's like my most kind of like feasible goal. Right. But like I was telling you earlier, like on top of that, like I do modeling. I write a lot. Yes. Um, I still get hired to write for short films in Minneapolis. Right. Um, I won Best Actress in Minneapolis when awesome. I was there in short films. So I like, I like to do so many things. Um, and I always like to have more than one ball in the air. So I know that I won't ever just do a morning show or right. just do my afternoons. Right. Like, I'm going to be active and participating. And I think the most important thing, because one of the best questions I ever got asked was at a women's empowerment event. And they were like, what was the height of your career? And I go, I won't ever have one. Right. 
because once I accomplish a goal, I have five more. Right. And I think it's, that's what's really important is making sure that your life is kind of set up like stairs. You're not complacent. Yeah. You're always, you're right. You're always climbing up. So never think like, oh, I reached this and that's all I'm capable of. Like, right. oh, you did this? Well, you can you can climb up a couple more stairs. Like, you can right. keep going. So. Right. Awesome. The girls out there, listen to Kenzie because she's going to do it. She's big. Yes, she is. Whether it is TV, whether it is radio, whether it is hosting the VMAs one day. Yeah. What happened? All you just gotta do is keep going. Yes. Once you're there, just keep going. Oh, he is on it today. That's my team. That's wild. That's wild. But is it really the truth? Is it really the truth? But it's dope. You gotta show up. Yeah. And you gotta speak it into existence. Yes. If you are not vocal about the fact that you can be successful, you right. will not be. That's true. I fully believe in the fact that, like, if you, if you're like, oh, it would be cool to do this, and you don't believe it, right? the universe, God, Buddha, right. whoever you believe in, <laughs> right. is not going to put it in your I agree path. I 100%. You need to make sure that you know, and you need to take the right steps towards it, and yes. it's going gonna, it's gonna to show up, because yes. there's not one person who's more qualified than you. What makes another human being more qualified than you? Why should they have the job and you shouldn't? Yes. It's not they're just a person I love that so just they have that in mind know that you deserve it as much as them 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 or them yeah and if you don't feel like you do then you need to take the steps towards why you deserve it yes she needs to have her own nonprofit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 24 hours in your day right for real. that's <laughs> dope yes and Christian for you oh I'm sorry oh no ahead. I was just gonna say uh, I remember we were talking earlier and you said I thought you made a great point that you said there might be a job out there that doesn't even exist yet. Yeah, that is in your, media. That is your, that is in media, exactly, that it's, could be there for you. I mean, it's just growing so fast. Mm-hmm. And my my example was a year ago, I was at a gas station, and this was still in Minnesota, so maybe like a year and a half ago. And this, we have Quick Trip up there. I haven't yes. seen one down here yeah, yet. Yeah, shout out to Quick Trip. But <laughs> it's like, it's like the trip. northern version of Wawa. It's like the nice gas station. Right. You get your sandwiches. Shout like out to Racetrack, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to throw any shade on Racetrack. You know, so. you know, the good one, where you can get some, some food and not just drink. So um, they had something called, like, I think it was Quick Hits or something like that. And they had a girl with her own TV show at the gas pump. So that was, like, my example. Like, I'm sure she never thought she'd have a TV show at a gas station. That didn't make any sense a few years ago. But right. you just don't know what, like, in a couple of years, right. what jobs will exist. So. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. social media. You don't know what's going to be the next hot No, app. that's what we were saying. Exactly. Might be a hologram. There's going to be another thing. Yeah. You never mm-hmm. know. Hologram Everybody TV making show. All, make, making money off these social media, you know, the views mm-hmm. and, and the yes. followers now. I mean... Yeah, that's another big marketing scheme nowadays. Yes, like as far as rappers out there, or yeah, because you know, I, I know SoundCloud even is crazy. When I uploaded mine, it's like all these artists were like, "Yo, check out my SoundCloud." But there are a lot of people that are being discovered mm-hmm. on Sunday. There's so many routes that you can go. But I know you're gonna try to avoid the question because we're, I'm still going back to Talk asking to you. Um, what was the question? The question was, "What's next for you?" Well. As far as in radio, as far as in media, you see he gets his, his voice great. gets low. <laughs> it'll, it'll always be great to have more radio shows, but the best yes. part, without playlists. Now, oh. since, since we're talking up like that, yes, no playlists, no handcuffs, please, and yes. it'll be a great day, you know. Yes. But um, as far as other investments, other ventures, I do a lot of real estate, right? Buy and sell homes, yes. um, rentals, new builds. So just continually kind of like building chapter two yes. in a way. You know, currently and as well as in the future. Okay. But DJing's always gonna be around. It's always gonna be a thing. It's yes, be please don't stop. We, don't have we to need handle, it. Some we don't have to shut down. But you know. Sean makes his money. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got like four jobs. <laughs> 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 
And, you know, shout out to Jana over here chilling because I wanted to give a shout out to West Tampa Smoke Shop in the that's building right, also. Right. That was her idea. Yes. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to our boss, Babe, who's doing big things. And she was promoting that Wild Splash, uh, doing her thing. That's my that's, girl. That's going to be opening up soon, a smoke shop, West Tampa. So. Yes. Yes. So, y'all, please, uh, we definitely will have more of that on our Instagram. I'm waiting to get my shirt. So, um, she's she pointing at Chris John. <laughs> Penny needs some of that CBD flu. I, I have only been high once. No, okay, because I don't even know what it even means. Because I ate an entire cheesecake and passed out, and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm going to be on my 600 pound life. A CBD brownie. A CBD brownie. Is that fair? So, okay. luckily, we're not like we're, we're, FCC regulated. So, so, shout out to all the directors of <laughs> ACC. <laughs> but, no, I mean, it's always good to know. I know for me i like to just kind of find out what what you know are inspiring people and you know what they are aspiring to do in their future because i love seeing people live in the spirit and and things like that so um what uh when you're speaking kenzie Mm -hmm. to these young girls yes what is probably the most common thing that they come to you and talk to you? Do they ever come to you with like their issues or what is probably the most yeah. common thing that you hear them say to you? What's crazy is how different each question is. Right. I've had girls. So when I was um, in eighth grade, my best friend actually uh, died. She was struck by lightning. Oh my goodness. And it, it was a disaster. And because I got bullied, she was like my only friend. Oh, and wow. I remember this is like my hardest story from when I was a kid. And right. now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a movie. Like I was such a loser. But no. everyone hit me up and was like, we, well, okay, her mom had a lot of issues. Right. So her mom called me because she didn't know how to deal with it. it. was like, well, you make everything for your friend's funeral. Right. And I'm oh, like, wow. okay. So I was putting together like the poster boards and everything right. of my friend and um, a bunch of girls were like, oh, we're so sorry that your friend's gone. We'd love to come over right. and um, help you. We want to help. We want to help. And I'm like, right. well, that's perfect. I'm making all these poster boards right. and I have a right. lot to do for the right. funeral. Like I would love it. So I cooked all this food right. and I got all these drinks and I set everything out and not a single person oh my showed gosh. up to help. And I remember I told that story at church. Right. Because I was like, you know, you, you can feel alone. Right. But you, but you never really are. Because, right. you know, God's there. Right. And you always are going to have, like, family and stuff who loves you. So for, like, no matter how evil people are to you, even in your right. hardest times, like, yes. they think that that's funny. Yes. Like, yes. you're not going to be alone. Right. And right. I remember... A girl came up to me crying because her friend had passed away. Right. And then I had girls come up to me who shared similar abuse stories. Right. And eating disorder stories or just bullied or just feel like they don't have a future or don't believe in themselves. Like, it's just crazy how many different issues girls have. Yes. Luckily, I've been through so many issues. Like, I can just identify with everybody. (laughs) But, um... Actually, I do feel lucky, and they always say that everything happens for a reason, which you really hate hearing when you're going through bad things. Right. But I feel like I have experienced so many different things from horrible relationships, abusive relationships, eating disorders, um, issues like family deaths and depressions, and just there's just been so many different things that have happened in my life, and I do relate to a lot of young women. Right. And I've been able to be there for a lot of young people because it's harder to be there for somebody if you don't get it. Right. And you're very passionate about being there for I mean really I can tell you can tell when people are just trying to do it just to get some attention and get some shine but definitely yeah and to be honest it's not something I talk about a lot but when I was young I had 
I had moments where I wanted to kill myself when right. I was young. Right. And truthfully, the only reason I didn't is because mentally, I mean, I don't know if I would have, but right. like when I was like, stop myself, it was because I really love my parents. Yeah, and I was like, I that. don't want to ruin the rest of my parents' life because they're going to think it's their fault and it's not their fault. Right. And I felt like that. Right. So having thoughts as crazy as that, like, I don't want. I just never want to watch a girl feel like the only reason she shouldn't kill herself is because her parents are going to be sad. Right. right. Like, I, I went through so many moments where I felt so alone and hated myself so much. Right. And I just thought nobody would ever care about me. And then right. nobody really did. Right. That, like, I just don't want to see anybody else go through it. I know. I really I feel, don't. I feel, and it's crazy you say that because my stepdaughter committed suicide, who I was actually very close with, and she was 20, she was 23 at the time so it's just crazy that you say that because the reason why i mentor is because i know what it's like to mm-hmm. lose someone that she took her own life because she felt like nobody was there so i know what it's like to kind of feel yeah. you know feel like i could have been there more and they're not here anymore and they're my daughter's sister so yeah. when it's her birthday they put the balloons in the air and it's, it's to me it just it killed me and it's so i understand what it's like to kind of be in that place Mm -hmm. where you look in the mirror and you do not even recognize yourself like the devil is just talking to you he's just telling you everything that's wrong he's telling you that everybody hates you nobody likes you like i've had that in my head so it is a very scary moment to be in when you're in a very dark place so shout out shout out to god shout out to my faith um most definitely because that is what got me through but I can say that I agree 100% with you because once that happens to you you become so passionate to help you, young you people that that are just quiet and lost and you know and I was you know, also going to ask you are there ever any moments where young people have come to you to like mentor and and like how do you feel about that have has there been moments where people have come to you to mentor a few and also just advice in life in general and you always want to give them the best I mean obviously but we go through different things right not so much more so trying to find themselves. Right. Not so much right. about DJing. Um, right. Choosing the right decisions in life, whether it be dealing with having a kid at the wrong age or, right. you know, should I just drop my dreams, not try to go to college, take care of my family? I mean, right. um, some dealing with work, some dealing with being as an artist, but at the end of the day, it, you kind of, it's always the same answer. Yeah. Right? Go with what you feel. Yeah. And whatever you choose to do, you got to do it to the fullest. If yes. you're going to be like, okay, yes. not going to go to college, it is what it is. I'm going to yeah. take care of my kid and make sure they ride. Well, right. Go hard working that job and take yes. care of your kid. Yes. If it's, you know, being an athlete, if it's being an artist, if it's being a DJ, whatever it may be. Yes. It's always the same. And you shout out to you guys for being very influential because you are very influential and you can use your status and go crazy with it and not care about anybody else but you choose to make people feel good you choose to uh, join these organizations and to help young girls and I think for me even doing this podcast was when I first started I was like I don't really know what I'm going to do I don't know what I'm going to talk about but I thought that the best thing you can do is give people a voice you know if, if this is what I feel like I've been blessed to do I've always been in media and working with the Hawks and everything but I kind of felt like when you're in a position to where you can reach people and make people feel good do it because life is too short and I don't want to be on my deathbed like man I wish I would have DJed or I wish I would have you know the opportunity is there 
like it is there to meet people mm-hmm. to, to like you have the personality you have the reach you just gotta go out there and do it and you would have never gotten that far if you wasn't yo he wasn't Jay Cole in it because I know he was out there giving Diddy his uh his, yeah you gotta show like, you want it yeah I mean at the end of the day if if you're a boss of any type of company I mean. As far as just let's stick to radio. Yeah. And it may be a person that just wants to be on the street team. Obviously, he wants to climb that ladder yes. and get, get up and be on the air. But what are you going to do? Give the job to someone that's like, hey, you know, yes. can I get on and not show up for a month? Yes. Yeah. Just doing that resume unit. The guy who's after the guy that's calling nonstop, showing up nonstop. You don't want to be a psycho. Yes. But, but you gotta I, do mean, it professionally. I mean, mm-hmm. if you got to be a psycho, then be a psycho because that's. I mean, anybody professional yeah. psycho? Oh, yeah, I mean, but we can't call Kanye a professional psycho. He's just... Hey, there are some psychos out there. There are some psychos like, yo, a professional, a professional psycho. A little too often. But I think that's dope that you know you use your gifts, and God has definitely blessed you guys with gifts to reach people, and you're living in your passion, which is something that I really love to promote. And why I wanted you to come on the show, because I was just like, for me, I just fell in love with your story. And because I'm a big sister, that's just how I am, (laughs) you know, and I really thought, and I love hip hop. I love music. And Jenna was like, yo, Krishan. And I was just like, yeah, we got to have him on. But even reading this bio that I hope is true. (laughs) uh, But I mean, from when you were talking, it actually is. But to hear you guys go after your passion and to hear you describe having to go out and contact and call. I just love meeting people that are living in their passion and that did whatever they had to do to get to the top, but they did not, they maintained their dignity while doing it. So much respect to to you you guys, because that's, that's dope. Jenna doesn't have a, you want to say something, Jenna? No, she's She's chilling. She had her boss babe (laughs) moment. So we're going to have another episode with uh, Jenna and shout out to Alicia. I know she's probably in the bed asleep somewhere. (laughs) She was supposed to be here. So shout out to her. Um, but she's she's been doing a lot too. So we're gonna have a lot more of um, these episodes, and we're gonna, of course, love to have Kenzie and DJ Kashan back on. Of course, Jana. Anytime, anytime. Um, yes, sure. yes, back. yes. And let me ask, where can people follow you if they wanted to look look you um, up? All my socials are Kenzie K on air. Okay. So no spaces, no dashes, no explanation points. Kenzie K on air. <laughs> Somebody's still gonna still gonna get that wrong. They're gonna spell with a Y. <laughs> you just have to turn to Google. Yes, Google. And you'll find yes. Yes, and where can... But don't um, read all the articles. <laughs> Look, she is who she is, very unapologetic. She done told you her life story. She done been through the worst. She has been through the best. So, mm. I mean, come on, suck it up and take it because she's not trying to conform to anyone's uh-huh. way of life. Neither is Krishan. Where can people reach you if they needed to? At DJ Krishan. Yes. Yes, yes. I don't and know West how Tampa. You, got that. you must have had the first Instagram ever. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what was it again? Wait, is that again? DJ, DJ Christian. I'm like, I'm not following you. <laughs> DJ C H R I S T I O N. Okay. Now, it. is it Christian? Is your name Christian or is it Christian? It's kind of a mix of both. Okay. My real name's Christian, but. My brother's Christian. So I kept saying Christian. I was like, yo, is it? But I get it. But my middle name's Anton. Like, someone along the lines at WTMP gave me the name. They, and it's you know, dope. I'm not, not going to be. A legend it, was it, born. Yes. When I was in high school, I was DJing, and back then it was, I think my 
first one was Infamous 13. Infamous 13. I was, played football, I was my number, and then it was DJ Christian. They're like, you spin Christian music? <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's yeah, not what I'm doing. Okay, I can do that. I'm radio on the guy, it's DJ Chris Strong coming up. I'm like, I like that. Yes, I like that. yes, <laughs> yes. So. That's an infamous. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. So, and where can they also look up West Tampa Smoke Shop? When, tell at, tell at, us about that. At West Tampa Smoke Shop. It's right. It's in part of West Tampa, right off Tampa Bay Boulevard, one minute from the Raymond James Stadium. Right. Going to be open um, probably mid-May. Awesome. And do a grand opening end of May or come June. But in West Tampa, there's not a lot of smoke shops, so that's, yeah. that's going to be your go-to. Whether it be yeah. CBD products, edibles, whatever you're smoking good, essentials are. Hey, whatever you need. You know, whatever you need. Catch Look at Janet's vibe. face over here, like. <laughs> Y'all better have a whole cheesecake in there. Right. <laughs> you know, Apparently, that's my go to move. We're going to make sure we take care of J Rock. We're going to make sure. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'll make sure, yes, before next Tuesday. I'm feeling good. If you can, <laughs> my last thing is if you can say anything to anyone trying to pursue a career in media, in television, what is something that you would actually leave them with? Um, like for women I think girls women I mean whatever age you're chasing it one you can do it at any age it does not matter right Um, first of all like if you're like 27 and you just found out and you're like oh Kenzie Sarah when she was 22 it doesn't matter like just do it but I will say there will be a lot of pressure to do things for jobs or for artists as a woman like I get I've been pressured many times I've lost gigs because I'm I want to get them through my talent. Right. Not that talent. Right, right. (laughs) I want to get them because of who I am. Right. You know, like, (laughs) not what I got behind me. So, okay, but it's going to happen. And sometimes you feel like you can't win. Right. Like, I got rejected a lot from modeling, acting, radio, uh, or even relationships with artists. It actually happened to me recently. Somebody came to the city, I won't say who, and we'd had a good relationship because I'd interviewed him right, before. And right. I was like, oh, do you need a club to go to? Like, we right, tried to get the plug. Right. And as soon as he found out I wasn't sleeping with him, he completely disrespected me. He cursed me out. Oh, wow. And it's just like, don't let that deter you because at the right. end of the day, what are they going to say about you? What rumor are they going to spread about you? She wouldn't hook up with me. Right. Like, don't, right. don't feel like you have to, even though it, it's a burden right. because they expect it. But maintain your dignity. But just yes. just maintain, and blessings will come from that yes. eventually. But it's gonna take time. Yes. All right. All right, Krishan. What is something that you can leave an aspiring DJ? Just Man. anyone that wants to work in radio, or what, something that you can leave with someone. You gotta be persistent. Yes. You gotta be hot. Yeah. You can't fake it. So. If you got the talent, you got the drive, you got to have the drive. Someone's going to smell you out no matter what once you show up. Yes. You got to stick to it. Be professional, but be persistent. And I'm talking, you know, hmm. as far as getting on radio, be persistent, show up, be ready to show out, fill it in everybody's show, anyone's yes. show. And I mean, just keep going out. Eventually, the cards will play out, you know? Yes. Be ready to do the grunt work. I yeah. will say that. Everybody who wants to be on radio wants to have a show. Yes. It doesn't work like that. I'm working overnights. I'm sleeping in cars. I'm board hopping other people's yes. shows be at the absolute worst time. Be willing to go through for it. For free or for like a dollar or for like lunch. Like just, you are going to get used and abused. Not, right. And not in a bad yeah. way. Right. But like, you <laughs> be know. Be willing to go through it. Yeah, yeah. So many people just want this cushy, like, I want to get paid really well and have a lot of followers on Instagram and have a show. So it's like. It's gonna suck for a really long time, and that's where you weed out people who are passionate and care. Right. Um. So just be prepared. It doesn't matter how pretty you are, who your dad is, who like. It's going to take time to get to that spot. Yeah. You, you get a big gig that you could DJ at a 
a Diddy club, a Diddy event. Guess what? That's great. Do it for free. Play five hours mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. It's only going to lead to something else. And guess what? If you got to play three more for free and you show out, come the fourth one, what yes. are they going to say? Yes. Don't book yes. that guy. Yes. Don't, you know. Yeah. I remember DJing six hours for $100, getting paid at five in the morning in all ones. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it is what it is. You yep. guys. It is what it is. <laughs> If you want to, we're gonna have them. Take it, you know? We we gonna have them back. They are so hype. I, I love it. I, I, I love it. I knew I knew this show was gonna be easy for me, so I, I didn't really have to rub it because these are my people and they are hype. So we are gonna wrap up the show. We definitely want to thank Miss Kinsey K for coming thank on the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, I was so excited. yes, so excited. and DJ Kashan for coming thank on. Definitely you. my family. So um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for my co-host, Mr. Eric yeah. Anderson. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Urban League Sports <laughs> that he will be hosting mm-hmm. so we'll be have more of that coming in the summertime but you have been listening to urban leaks you can reach us on ig at urban leaks